It's Friday, and that means it's time to check in with GKB President Craig Karmazin. I think we miss Chris in so many different ways that we don't even realize, especially on the defensive side and the defensive rebounding side in this series. Fridays with Mo. You can't leave Pringle out for 24 hours. Dude, I, come on. You think that's... I, I'm not the Pringle cleanup repairman. Oh, oh, now he's flexing his, his owner muscles here. Craig Karmazin on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking for work to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. See, one of the nice things about being the boss. Boss. That's from Storks. One of the nice things about being the boss is that you can delegate responsibilities to the people below you, okay? So I'm not even sure that Craig Karmazin, who joins us now on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, was aware of the fact that Ashton had been unofficially traded to Scalzo and Brust and that Ryan McGuire had to step in. It wasn't an unofficial trade. officially... It was a trade that went through for two days. I wish it was still there. Untie the trade. Craig, were you aware of all of these machinations? Were you aware that Gabe had traded Ashton without my permission and that Ashton was... We all agreed. We didn't all agree, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, Craig, were you aware of all of this? Were so you aware I didn't of all of this? know the details. So I knew that it seemed like this trade had happened. I knew that there was a going away show on Scalzo and Brust for Joshi and that, that seemingly a trade had happened. Um, but I, I, you know, the details were foggy. So, so did you, you didn't step in at all then, right? You just let, allowed the people, you allowed Ryan, our director of content to handle the, the undoing of the trade that never should have been. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, my sense was that this trade wasn't going to be like, uh, uh, permanent. Um, but I, uh, I, I just kind of was sitting back and seeing what would happen with it. So you're big on teamwork and getting along and pulling the rope in the same direction. Now Chewie and I have to sit here with these two Bickersons, Ashton and Gabe, back and forth and telling Gabe each other how, how, how... When did it start? Monday? Oh, it started when Gabe traded me when I was on vacation because he loved Josh so much. We got good value. I don't know why the trade See? got next. See? So, Craig, your advice for us going forward, right? Because, listen, when you start checking boxes of the things that we do well, chemistry is really all we got. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, chemistry is really all we have. So if if this Ashton and Gabe thing is going to start affecting our chemistry, I I might have to pull out. I might have to get out of here because we don't have anything else to hang our hat on. Yeah, I mean, the whole team, you know, is the ESPN Wisconsin team and the GKB team. So the idea of, uh, you know, little adjustments within the trade, that's just like, you know, that happens all the time. Like, there's times where Bobby Portis is getting more time with the starters, and there's times where, you know, he's getting more time, you know, with the second unit. And and his role is just going to be a little different. And I think that's what we're talking about here. This isn't some, like oh, he was on some other team. It's all part of uh, the ESPN Wisconsin team. So it's just chemistry stuff that gets worked through over the course of a long season. Gabe, who was the player that disparaged uh, Giannis this week? Uh, Andre Iguodala. Did you hear that, Craig? No. Oh, my God. He said that Rashid Wallace was a better player than Giannis? 
But didn't get the credit for it? So he said I mean, if, was, if Rasheed Wallace played in today's game, he would be a top five player and far and away better than Giannis. Why would someone say that? I think there's a lot of that that goes on now, especially. I mean, I when when you talk to players who've played in, and Chewie, you see it. When you talk to players who've played in a different generation, I think they really want to make sure guys are acknowledged from you know, from those eras. And I think stylistically things change and people do look for players who would be difference makers in this generation. I think Rashid Wallace is a player who would be appreciated at a whole nother level because of what he could do at his size as a shooter and on both ends of the court so and, do, and what he was as a winner. So do we just dismiss this as clickbait? They're just yes. shock value and no, not shock value. Just I mean, because people, that might have been the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But Chewy, like you and I would both say, like Troy Aikman was a below-average starting quarterback, right? Oh, and we're not saying that. Ho, 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 ho. In today's game or when he played, because he wasn't times. a below-average quarterback when he played. I think he would be an average quarterback if he played today's game. Right. See. Clickbait? No, it's just different eras are different. And, I mean, I think Troy Aikman was kind of an average quarterback then. You know, but, like, I mean, that's, like, with as many people with shows and as many people talking, there's just going to be stuff. And we know that there's, like, five or six players, right, like LeBron, Steph, Giannis, where if you say anything about them, you know you're going to get, you know, more of a headline. Yeah, but still, like... But like if to, I was to, to talk to say, about myself, Craig, I would be like I was a good tight end in my era today. But why is it I probably always... would have been a below average just because part of my game that was so important because the game was different back then was blocking. And you don't have to block today. No one cares if a tight end can block. But why is it always Giannis? Is Giannis somehow, despite doing everything he's done and having the resume he has and answering literally every question that has been asked of him by the critics, oh, he can't be the superstar that wins a championship. Oh, he can't close out games. And then, you know, he wins a championship by scoring 50 points in the clinching contest. Like, why is Giannis always the one that's being picked on by his peers that are still in the league? I think it's he doesn't he doesn't fit what anyone else is used to. Um, he doesn't have that like you know baller like where he's just like grown up in the gym shooting jumpers. Like he's he has a different you know you know story arc, and he has a he has a different origin story. And so I think it's still tough for certain people to appreciate him at the same level. And usually when you, you know, if you zoom out from any of those comments, they're not like, you know, they're not like, you know, as hate, you know, as much hatred as, uh, as it seems. Like I was in a conversation with a former NBA player who said that uh, Giannis doesn't have game. And I was like, what? He's like, well, Giannis is one of my five favorite players in the NBA, and I would take him anytime, but he doesn't truly have game. And I, I was like, so what do you mean by that? He's like, well, he doesn't have one single go-to shot with game on the line that, that everyone on his team would trust he would make. Chris Middleton has game, but Giannis doesn't have game. And like, so, so players look to different things. And I was like, so so what does that mean? He's like, well, nothing. He's like, I'd want Giannis on my team. He plays so hard. He's so good defensively. He's he's 
you know, what he did in, in game six changed the way I'll always look at him. But I just don't think he has game because he doesn't have the one go-to shot that you know is going to go in. But that's like anything, I think, Craig, right? Like even in this, in this industry or in broadcasting, right? There are people who are really good analytical. There are people who are really good entertainers. There are people who are really good at having relationships and all of that. And you could argue that like they're all important in this industry, but some people are better at the specific parts of it. So you might not go. And, and some of it is subjective, too. Some of it is just like what what is pleasing to the eye and what you know what I mean? So like I think even in basketball, like you can sit there and go, oh, what's the measure of a really great or a really talented, you know, basketball player or broadcaster or whatever. But I think it's going to be different from person to person. To me, again, it goes back to, you know, it when you see it. Well, right? what's wh- OK? Give me a few knocks on Tom Brady right now. Well, I wasn't going to say that, Craig. I was going to go in this direction and say, is Lamar Jackson the Giannis of the NFL? <laughs> That's funny you say that. Well, Lamar Jackson hasn't won the championship. I I, I was going to say that, you know, because it's easy to pick, right? Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's not doing this in the playoffs. He's not doing that. You know, I think everyone, you can pick apart those things. But I think Lamar Jackson's a great comparison because he's doing it so differently. Yes. That, like, we just saw him not even ranked in the top ten. And I think Lamar Jackson might be, but he might just be a few years behind. So then Lamar Jackson wins his Super Bowl two years from now, and there's still going to be people saying things about Lamar Jackson because we've seen him play at an MVP level. And, you know, when he's been healthy, he's pretty much been an MVP level consistently, which is, you know, which is painful for people to admit because he just does it so differently the way Giannis does. But what's what's so crazy about Lamar Jackson, it's not other players saying that, well, he's he's not top five or he's not good like Giannis. It's his own team because they won't pay him. Yeah, I mean, he's his own agent. I feel like there's other things going on there. I don't, I, I don't think anyone has a – in that organization doesn't appreciate what he is. Now, again, from a durability and how he's going to last long term, I think when you have someone who's doing it in a way that no one ever did it before – like Giannis, like Lamar Jackson, I think you know. There's some times where you feel like you need to see it. Yeah, but Craig, the fact that they they have no receivers, right? It's almost like they want him totally. to tank. Yep. I mean, it's I, I, it's, it's bizarre to me. It's very. I mean, you bizarre. look at you compare him to Jalen Hurts, who you could say like, hey, Jalen Hurts last year, like, wow, he has potential. He did a lot of things, but he didn't have any talent. And in one year, the Eagles now have mm-hmm. surrounded him with all this talent. You know, we're a lot of years in, and the Ravens haven't ever done what the Philadelphia Eagles have already done to seemingly surround, uh, you know, to surround Jalen Hurts with the skill position players he needs. Craig, who's the player who said those things about Giannis? Oh, um, Baron Davis. What parallel does he live on? Wait, for real? Baron Davis is the one that said that. Yeah. Who's Baron Davis? Hmm. That's interesting. Who is he? Baron Davis. Um, and he said, he's like, Giannis is my favorite player. He's like, but Chris, he's like, Chris has game. Because game is where you just have a shot. And I was like, wait, so are you telling me, like, you think Lou Williams has more game than Giannis? He's like, yep. I was like, okay. Well, then just game is a totally, I was like, game is just a, an arbitrary word that you're using. And I, he's like, and I'm like, and I, I can appreciate it. But you're not saying he's a better basketball player. He's like, no, no, I'm not saying that. It's just, it's just game. So like, there's things that people will say that could get a lot of clicks, right? Sure. If 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 Baron Davis says Giannis has no game, but in the next sentence he was like, 
I'm obsessed with Giannis. I love Giannis. I want him on my team. He, you know, I would, I would take him over just about anyone in the league. Greg, we appreciate you. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. And Ashton has game as well, Gabe. Just appreciate it. See, now that was going to be my follow-up was. He doesn't have any game.